Welcome to Married at the Movies, a podcast where a married couple shares their often very different views on movies. I'm Monica. And I'm Sean. And in today's episode, we have another segment of What'd You Think? where we talk about movies that the other person has not seen. And then we're going to take a look at our musical double feature, in which we watched Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Uh, Face the Music. Yeah, that one, Bill and Ted's Face the Music, and uh, Eurovision. And finally, we will take a look at the uh, South Korean film Extreme Job. Uh, So, Sean, you watched a couple of movies without me Mm -hmm. in the past uh, two weeks. Yes, I had uh, copious amounts of time off from work, and I crammed it chock full of movies. You did indeed. It was a wonderful time. Uh, So the first one you watched was uh, The Painter and the Thief. So what would you think? Uh, Yeah, so this is a documentary... Um, it's about a painter who had these two like massive paintings that were supposed to be some of the best work she'd ever done, and they're hanging in a gallery, and they get stolen. Hence the painter, and hence the thief, ah. right? Uh, but basically, she uh, goes to the trial that the thief is on when they find him, and she, you know, she kind of talks to him there, and she says, essentially, I'm kind of giving away a little bit of it but Mm -hmm. i mean it's a documentary so it happened you might have read about it already um but it's good it's cool uh so she essentially says like you stole my painting i'm i want to paint you now and like kind of they become friends and it's about their relationship and their their lives and things and i had heard about this going in i thought it was going to be this like beautiful life-affirming story and this like really uplifting you know, tale of these two people in an uncommon friendship. And for the first 35 minutes or so, it is. And it's it's really nice and it's sweet and, like, you know, there's, mm-hmm. oh, there's good in the world. But then it just kind of meanders yeah. for a while for me. Like, it's still really well done. And, mm-hmm. I mean, it's a documentary, so. They all sort of meander a little bit. <laughs> I mean, they can because, you know, unless you have an exact story you need to tell, like, you don't know exactly what's going to happen with the characters, right? Mm-hmm. So it's not like you can plot it out from A to B and, like, have nice rising action and, mm-hmm. and whatnot. Sure. But, you know, it's um, it, it deals with addiction and struggles, and it gets a little muddier in the middle. Um, it's still ab- it's worth watching. It's, okay. like, a, a cool um, idea and a, a really cool story that I had never heard. Um, but yeah, I would say it's a little long and it doesn't necessarily wrap up nice and satisfying, which can happen in documentaries, you know, but what would you give it out of 10? That I think I gave it a seven. Okay. Um, yeah, it's well done. It's like super intriguing, but I was really interested in the first 40 minutes and then just kind of started trail off a little bit. Okay. Yeah. So do you think I would like it? I think you would. Uh, I think there's enough there and enough, you know, humanity to pull from it and just a really nice portrait, pardon the pun, of these two people. I I, Mm. I don't think you would hate it. I don't think you would be mad that you watched it. Okay. But I don't think you would, like, rave about it to all your friends. Um, (laughs) Because that's something you do. I (laughs) do. I do. I know. (laughs) Uh, Who would like it? Artists, people who like stories of... Artists, you mean like painters and people that draw, like... Artists is a very broad term. 
Yeah. So yeah, you're sorry. talking about like, like painting artists. artists. Okay. Uh, because I just think it's a really cool like look into one person's you know struggles with art and mm-hmm. kind of a redemption story and you know it, yeah it's people who you have to like documentaries that's well yeah sure, sure. <laughs> you have to be okay with it not being a documentary about you know one specific thing in time where you have all these talking heads oh, okay with people saying like oh and then joseph came through the door and <laughs> joe was a right character you know um it's it's much more understated there is you know talking to the camera but it's it's less about that and more just watching people live okay um for for time so if you're down with that definitely check it out I've seen it on uh, many people's, you know, top 10 lists, like Mm -hmm. websites here and there, and a couple of critics that I, you know, really respect. So it's not a bad film by Mm -hmm. any chance. It's just something that I was left a little cold. Okay. Yeah. Uh, So then you also watched uh, another movie without me. You watched Antebellum. Mm -hmm. What'd you think? I thought this was going to be a different movie. Oh. (laughs) So uh, may or may not know, listeners... I avoid trailers like completely if mm-hmm. I can. If it's especially a Marvel movie, a Star Wars movie, even Disney and Pixar movies, I'm going to go anyway. So I don't need <laughs> to be convinced to go. Yeah, no, there's nothing that's going to like completely shut me out of the film that mm-hmm. I see in a trailer. And there's nothing that's going to make me want to go more than I already do. Mm-hmm. So I just prefer to be uh, unsullied. As you know, Jeff Kanatis says on the uh, Slash Filmcast, I just prefer not to see trailers. This is a movie I saw a trailer of and was super excited for mm-hmm. because it looked like this really cool um, kind of in the vein of Get Out where it's using, you know, the struggles of minorities to tell like a horror story. Mm-hmm. And it also had this cool like time travel element in the first Ooh. like trailer. Or at least to me, it felt that way. And to some some of my friends, it felt like that. But they didn't make it clear that it was or wasn't? Apparently, there was a second trailer that I did not watch. Okay. And that made it look like a completely different movie and probably the movie that I got. Uh. So I don't know uh, what the cinema score is for this movie, which is um, not necessarily based on how good the movie is. Like, it's not a Rotten Tomatoes thing. It's more like how accurate was the marketing of this film. Uh, so my guess is it might be a little low because of that first trailer made it look like this really cool time travel thing. Mm-hmm. But the movie itself was pretty good. It's solid. Uh, it's not necessarily as scary as I thought it was going to be. And it's definitely not as sci-fi as I thought it was going to be. I won't give away any of the conceits or anything like that. Okay. But yeah, uh, Janelle Monae is, is wonderful. She's, mm, she's great. great in everything. And her music is so awesome. I just wanted the movie that I thought I was getting. Uh, that I thought would be a really cool, interesting film. Okay. And this is a little less interesting, but still pretty well done. And, you know, a, a good sit. Um, do you think I would like it? Hell no. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> done. Actually, no, hold on. That's a little harsh. Um, You would find parts of it interesting, but mm-hmm. I think ultimately you would be just as disappointed, if not more, than I was. Okay. Or confused. Yeah, I don't do all the time travel movies. So if they're not, especially if they don't make it clear to me what's happening. I don't, I don't want to spoil anything. So I won't, I won't refute that. Um, 
Yeah, I, I just, uh, this isn't your type of thing. Yeah, that's fair. And it's suspenseful, but it's not like, it's not even like us quality, mm-hmm. you know, where like there's a horror tropes to it. Uh-huh. It's just kind of, I don't know. Yeah, I, I just okay. gut feeling you would not like it. So who would like it? People who enjoy suspenseful movies with a bit of social commentary wrapped into it. And people who enjoy Janelle Monet and interesting ideas and <laughs> the horror of kind of, um, oh, what's the, Jordan Peele like coined a kind of social justice horror. Okay. Essentially, I think, or I forget what they, they called Get Out when it was first released. Yeah. It wasn't like, you know, slasher horror or whatever. Um, but people who enjoy that but aren't expecting get out <laughs> sure you know d- social com- thriller is that what it might be called? yeah yeah social i think thriller? i think that's a good uh mm-hmm. good term for it yeah um just don't expect the world of it and don't be fooled by that first trailer because it was in my opinion horribly misleading okay yeah definition social thriller mm-hmm. the film genre using elements of suspense and horror to augment instances of oppression in society Perfect. Okay. Yes. So if you if that's interesting to you, yep. you might like Antebellum. Yes. If you like social thrillers, check it out. Okay. So you actually watched a couple movies without me, and we're going to talk about one of them now. You watched Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. I did indeed. What'd you think? So this is uh, a Netflix show or movie. Movie. <laughs> nope. We're leaving it in. <laughs> this is a Netflix movie uh, with Chadwick Boseman. And uh, Viola Davis. And it takes place during 1920s Chicago. And they are like a jazz, she's a jazz singer. And it's her band, Chadwick Boseman's in her band. And it really just revolves around one day where uh, she's this total diva. Uh, Ma is, you know, you don't really like her very much in it, but she's just this total diva. And um, sort of the struggles they have, it has sort of the, uh, kind of tropey elements of a musical movie which is i want to do the music this way you want to do the music this way and oh those so not types. a musical as in they sing oh but no a musical, yes a movie, movie about music bands yes. or the like you know yes. that uh their artistic directions are going in different ways um and it was it was good um i didn't love it it definitely it was um more more depressing and uh, no spoilers, but the ending took a turn I was not expecting. And I was like, oh, okay, that just happened. <laughs> Interesting. Chadwick Boseman is fantastic. Of course. He's um, Chadwick Boseman. And I should mention this is based on a play. Uh, it's an August Wilson play who is the same uh, same guy that wrote Fences, mm-hmm. which we weren't didn't love as a movie. And it... Again, it's really well acted, it's really well written, but in the end, you're kind of ultimately watching a play on screen. Yeah. Uh, so I think some some elements are sort of taken away when you're not seeing it performed in front of you live. Um, you know, that kind of keeps things more interesting mm-hmm. when you can actually see them talking in front of you as opposed to rec- a recording of a play. So at times I was a little... I was a little bored. Mm. Um, you know, there are some scenes where the band members are just talking about their upbringing and things like that. But uh, but ultimately, it uh, it says a lot uh, about music and the 
influence that the black community had on music and how the white community basically stole it. Yeah. Um, they're, again, not giving away too much, but there's a lot in here about how the white music producers, you know, want to do things a certain way to make it appeal to to the people. They say, like, that's what the people want when really, you know, they're talking about white people. This is what white culture wants your music to sound like. Yeah. Uh, so there's definitely a lot um, of that in there. So that element was really... Uh, was really interesting to see and viola davis also is fantastic well yeah again she's viola davis yeah. uh but chadwick boseman definitely I, I wouldn't be surprised if he doesn't get nominated um for this uh, really fantastic acting mm-hmm. so. cool so would i like it i think so yeah. yes i think you would probably feel you would like it better than fences okay uh, you would definitely you would like it much better than Fences, I think, because it's the the whole thing isn't like incredibly depressing. Um, I think you I think you would probably enjoy this more than you thought you would. Okay. Like you're like eh, you were like you can watch it without me. Yeah. Um, I think you might find yourself watching it and being like, okay, that was that was worth watching and it was interesting. Yeah, it's not that I wasn't you know excited about watching it. It's just. You know, like you said, fences. We didn't necessarily have a problem with the content of it. It's mm-hmm. just the presentation is so stark and yeah. so you know, kind of threadbare mm-hmm. that it didn't really do it for me as a as a film. Yeah. So this yeah. this does a lot more cutaways, and there's a lot more. It doesn't feel as much as watching a stage production. Oh, like fences nice. was very limited in its locations and things mm-hmm. like this. This cuts around a little bit more and okay um i think i think you would enjoy it cool yeah i i kind of feel like i would too mm-hmm. i just yeah wasn't in the mood that night uh so who would like it um i think anybody that enjoys you know seeing actors like the craft of acting honestly like the viola davis what she does what chadwick boseman does even the other members of the band like there's just one scene where they're all just kind of sitting around and Chadwick Boseman is like telling the story of what happened to him and his father and, you know, just their reactions and, you know, what do they say? Acting is reacting <laughs> sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, yes. That really, if you enjoy the craft of acting mm. and seeing that, I mean, it's a very well written film, but it's more, I think, uh, more about the performances that you're going to see. So if you enjoy that, if you're looking for, you know, action and a lot of different things going on it's not going to be this isn't yeah. going to be for you but and if you like um if you like that era of you know 20s type music mm, yeah. um there there are some really the ma rainey's black bottom is the song that they're like recording and it's it's very fun and catchy and there's nice. trumpet and that's fun cool sounds good yeah oh there was one part that that kind of bugged me about um like didn't really treat um, uh, one of the characters has a stutter and mm. I feel like it's a little harsh Dated. about, yeah. I mean, like I know it's 1920s, but like they make fun of him a lot and I yeah. didn't enjoy that part. Actually, I didn't enjoy that. I was also laughing, uh, mm. because it's kind of funny what happens. Yeah, they play it for humor. Uh, and yeah. And I'm like, wait, I shouldn't be laughing at this. This isn't funny. They're mm. totally making fun of this kid. Yeah. Um, but that's just a personal problem. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and you watched yet another movie without me. Yeah, like I said, I I just, I two or three a day. Yeah. It was awesome. And this one that you watched uh, was The Old Guard. So what'd you think? I thought this was solid. 
I did. And yep. Yep. For me, okay. that means that oh, it's boy. acceptable, serviceable, not great. Okay. Uh, it's an action film. It is based on a comic that I love. Uh, it's a, a fantastically written comic. And I think the comic plays differently than the movie does. The comic is, you know, highly stylized art mm-hmm. that feels more, I don't want to say academic, but like more astute and less, it's an independent comic. Uh, well, it's Image, so it's one of the big, you know, three producers. Mm-hmm. But it feels more, more independent. Okay. You know? Whereas the film kind of felt blockbustery. Okay. And I feel like some of the things, like, there's this really, like, beautiful, touching speech that one of the characters gives in the comic. Mm -hmm. And when it comes out of the characters' mouths on screen, Mm -hmm. it felt a little hokey to me. Okay. And I don't know if that was, the performance wasn't, like, you know, amazing. It wasn't bad, but Mm -hmm. it wasn't, you know, like, as, like, heart-wrenching or anything. But I think it was just the tone of the film like didn't it it didn't earn that like earnestness Mm -hmm. Uh, so it kind of threw me for a loop and i was i'd read the book like a while ago so it's not like i'm sitting there like comparing like on the left side of my brain i'm thinking about the comic and the right side of the brain i'm like Uh thinking about what's going on on the movie um but yeah i think it's just kind of a a cool blockbuster action movie with a fun twist if you don't know what it is okay yeah and charlie's is awesome mm-hmm. badass like she always is that's fair so yeah uh so would i would i like it no 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 no, no. <laughs> too no. violent it's very violent very yeah. very violent um i mean not like tarantino like buckets of blood mm-hmm. type stuff but there's a lot of shooting mm-hmm. a lot of stabbing a lot yeah. of stabbing i don't mind stabbing it's the shooting i don't really yeah like. i don't know <laughs> <laughs> uh, they stab a lot. I mean, like, I really like Kill Bill, so. Well, that's Just true. Like, there's no guns in that. <laughs> that's true. Are there? Uh, Probably. Yeah, but generally speaking, it's swords. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, no, but I, I do not think you okay. would like this. I think, um, could you get through it? Yeah, but. I mean, I read the description and I was like, Yeah, nah. it's not something you would ever search out and it's. I don't mm-hmm. think it's something you need to go out and see because there's nothing, there's not that germ of, like, something wholly unique to it okay that you need to search it out right. so you might who, like the comic actually oh okay i do like reading go <laughs> <laughs> <Coat> figure <laughs> uh so who would like it who would like it action fans okay definitely i think um there's a lot to enjoy here um some of the fight choreography is cool. just wonderful nice there's a lot of times where you know, critics and even I've talked about being like abandoned in space. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Wonder Woman is a prime example. That first scene at the mall, I have no idea where the characters are yeah. and where they're moving from and moving to and how they're like using their environment sure. at all. In this film, they, really cool. they, they show you like exactly where people are. Everything is like done so well that, you know, there's not like that close up quick cut type style where like all you see is like fist block fist Mm -hmm. fist face you know (laughs) that kind of stuff it's more they let it breathe 
it's like really well shot and well framed so that you see oh she just grabbed his leg pulled it which made him go down then she like elbowed him in the back of the head like and it's all like really nice and there's some like really cool martial art type stuff um yeah so if you if you like that kind of stuff like your dad like she would like definitely him? go oh, watch okay. this movie I'll, te- right I'll text now. him and tell yeah, him yeah go text him now uh, um do you think I mean, it's a kind of a hard question to answer. Having read the comic, did it make it any better or worse? Or somebody that didn't read the comic or loved the comic, like how much did the knowing the comic play a role in your enjoyment of it? I don't think it did beyond the fact that I kind of knew what was happening and I knew the conceit. Like if you don't know the the conceit going in mm-hmm. and i'm not sure if they mentioned it in the marketing like what makes these people so special okay if you don't know that going in you might like in the first 15 minutes have a like oh moment okay but um other than that and the you know the aforementioned thing with the speech where like i was mm-hmm. kind of like waiting for that the whole time and i'm like okay oh, this is gonna be great oh that was all right you know so you actually might have liked it more if you hadn't read the comics possibly <sighs> Yeah, I think possibly, but then I could also see how that scene would just feel so totally cheesy and stupid out of context. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I, I could see it going either way, and I've heard, you know, reviews of this from people who have and haven't, mm-hmm. and there have been people who loved it on both sides, and there are people who, you know, thought it was garbage on, okay. on both sides. So I, I really don't think it'll affect you one way or another unless you're like going into it being like this should be a shot for shot. Okay. You know, use the book as a storyboard and gotcha. Yeah. And there's also a thing at the end that you know about if you've read the book. Um that again isn't surprising. Okay. But it's also honestly not that really surprising <laughs> if you watch the movie because you're like oh yeah okay, <laughs> okay. figured <laughs> yeah um they might there's more books so they might make more movies okay. uh, i'd be down if they do because Charlize can kick ass yeah, and she looks her. great doing it yeah. and um if they have the same direction and style that they shot the action with mm-hmm. i'm all for that okay great uh so that led us now to movies that we did watch together uh and we on we weren't going into it thinking it was going to be a double feature uh but we started uh watching uh bill and ted's uh face the music face the music yes yes. and um yeah so we're gonna talk about that right now (laughs) now i mean it might be important to note that i mean i don't know about you sean but me personally i i liked the first movies Mm -hmm. i'm not like oh if it's on tv i'm like gonna put it on or i love they were they were fun yeah. They're enjoyable. They're cute. They're I love Keanu fun. Reeves. I, yeah. Like, it's great. I really like the first one a lot. Um, it's really stupid, mm-hmm. really silly. And I think I saw it at that age where it's just like, that's so funny, yeah. you know? Um, which is 24, right? No. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I saw it probably when I was like seven, eight. I don't yeah. Know. Um, I don't even know when it came out. It might have been impossible to see it at that age. <laughs> but yeah, it, it's one of those movies where I like I love the characters and like we even went to an '80s party and I dressed as you know Keanu. From, oh, nice! Um, That's fun. It's uh, it it's not like my movie. Mm-hmm. You know how people have like those movies sure. that like shape you and that you feel for for the mm-hmm. rest of your life. Um, I'm like, yeah, it's stupid as hell, but it's fun. <laughs> yeah, it's fun. Yeah, and that's and then, but maybe that's important uh, if. Like, I'm curious, maybe if any of our listeners are, like, huge fans of the original, how this held up for you. Mm -hmm. Um, Because now for us, I I noticed this was on a lot of year-end movie lists. Yeah. As far as the best comedies of 2020. So I was going in with pretty, I mean, 
as high expectations as you can have for a movie like Bill and Ted. Right. Um, I was going in expecting to laugh a lot. I was going in expecting, uh, not expecting much from like a storyline. Yeah. You know, like, okay. Well, as convoluted as the other plots are. Yeah. Where it's like, don't think about it too hard. Yeah, I'm not going to think about, wait, they time traveled to that location then, but this person was still there. Um, I was still expecting to just, you know, laugh a lot. Uh, and me personally, I didn't find myself laughing that much. It was, there were, I think, maybe four or five moments for me that were really funny. Yeah. Uh, but it's not a movie that, like, kept me laughing the whole time. Yeah. Um, besides the one, you know, scene slash line that I think I would put in my top five funniest moments <laughs> of the year. Um, besides that, like, I can't really recall times where I, like, really laughed out loud. Yeah. There were times where I'm sitting there and I'm just kind of like, oh, that's funny. Yeah. You know. Um, For those of you that have seen it, uh, we're talking about the scene with... um the guns yes. when Bill and Ted meet their future selves and there's this really yeah. funny exchange with uh, guns oh, and yes, so good. <laughs> made us laugh really hard. Yes. Um, yeah, for me, I don't know. It was, I mean, I'm going into it. I like, I sit down to watch Bill and Ted, right? So I should kind of like expect the, well, yeah. the dids, right? The mm-hmm. bro and yeah. the cadence and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But, once it happened on the screen, <laughs> I was like, "Okay, you can stop." Like, well, I didn't like how they—I don't know—they had their child, they had their daughters talk that way as well. Yeah, and that was really off-putting for me. Yeah. Like, I don't know if it's if the acting wasn't the best. It's so hard. I don't want to say they're bad actresses because yeah. I feel like they're given a very specific job to do and what they were told to do, they yes. did well. But why did they have to it be was a like little their dads? over the top yeah. and just yeah I don't I mean <laughs> there's probably people laughing at us right now it's like you idiots what did you want yeah sure you know and sure mm-hmm. that is completely fine mm-hmm. um I'm totally yeah we are you know idiots for like being like this Bill and Ted didn't live up to our you know standards mm-hmm. but but I don't even I don't find know. myself like stupidly laughing yeah. Like, to me, it, I didn't think it was funny that the girls talked that way. Yeah. I was like, oh, this, that's weird. Why would they yeah, talk like their really dad? Yeah, it would have been really funny to, If like, they had their own off. characters. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They had their own ways of talking in that same yeah. similar cadence, but, like, because they kind of tried to lower their voices, too, and they're, yeah. like, girls, and mm-hmm. I don't know. It just it, didn't It would have been cool since Bill and Ted are so much the heightened, like, 80s, like, stoner bro mm-hmm. type people to have them be like heightened millennials or like val i was thinking more like valley girl valley type like been, oh my yeah. gosh we have to help them, we have to help our dads and like yeah. more like fast talking yeah would have been interesting that, i don't know i mean i guess you do you pick up things the way your parents talk right yeah I, I guess it makes sense and like we're again getting like way too mm-hmm. into it thinking way more than we need to but i don't know like, it just going, didn't it didn't make me laugh as much as i was hoping it would yeah and i didn't honestly didn't really love bill and ted no. in this movie and i kind of knew going it's kind of like they're losers in their lives <laughs> their well, lives have been like meaningless <laughs> yeah and they just i don't know they it was like a little depressing <laughs> yeah I, hmm. So what would you uh, rate it? So I gave it a five. Mm-hmm. I, I was, was I was a little more generous and gave it a six. Yeah, I there were just multiple times where I just kind of like reached for my phone. And yeah, was just and I was like, I was bored uh, in the middle. Yeah. So and, after it ended, we uh, decided 
well, this was the first movie we watched of 2021. Yeah. And, uh-oh, <laughs> we can't have that. No. So we decided to make it a double feature. Yes, and we did. And we, uh, we threw on uh, Eurovision. Mm-hmm. And this is a uh, Will Farrell, Kristen Wiig. I believe the full title is oh. uh, Eurovision, The Story of Fire Saga. You're right. It's very true. Yes. Um, and it's based on the Eurovision competition mm-hmm. in Europe for the song of the year. Uh, and it's Will Farrell and Kristen Wiig. Nope. As, yep. Nope. Rachel McAdams. Rachel McAdams. It's Will Farrell <laughs> and Rachel McAdams. <laughs> Leaving that one in, too. No, please don't. <laughs> Not Kristen Wiig. Didn't we just watch something with Kristen Wiig in it? Kristen Wiig was in Wonder Woman. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Will Ferrell and Rachel McAdams uh-huh. is what I meant to say. And um, they're from Iceland. Yes. Yes. And trying to enter this contest. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved this movie. It's so, so joyous. Yeah. It's just silly in that great Will Ferrell way. Mm-hmm. It is, yeah. It, uh, it's, it's like oddly sweet. It what it was the I actually got a little teary eyed at the one at the one part. Oh, towards the end. Yeah, the, like yeah. It, it's it's also really about like love of country and mm-hmm. representing your country. Yes. And I thought that was was really sweet. Yeah, and I'm glad they did that because. <laughs> most of the way through the film i'm like they're really not making iceland look so great yeah because right they were kind of like idiots you know you know well, in not a way even that but they were just like um you know all the times we were like uh we are from iceland and we are sending fire saga and mm-hmm. they're really crappy and we're sorry and yeah. it's like promote your people man come yeah. on they're, well, and, they, and they're not that bad like no they're they're really not but it is cute how sort of like the country gets behind them yeah you know no, as they, it is yeah. they go through it it's like they're the laughing stock but it's almost like they never took them seriously even though they really weren't bad right like their song is actually pretty good it's not this terrible um right you know terrible song uh, but I loved even um it was very predictable at sure. moments. Yeah. Um, I think there's one part in particular where I out out loud I said, Oh no, I know what's gonna happen. And you were like, What oh I think you're right. Yeah. It's gonna happen. Yeah, which was I mean, it was kinda great because it allowed us to laugh for a good thirty seconds before the joke and then laugh at the joke yeah. itself. And it was like, Yes, oh it's so so good in that way. Mm-hmm. It, where you can like telegraph a joke but you're happy that they did yeah like, like please let works. please let it be going that way yeah and you did and you're like this is fantastic so i found um i think in the in the middle or like three quarters the way through felt like it drug a little bit like i think it could have been yeah. about about just like 15 minutes shorter yeah than it Almost was every movie nowadays could be about 15 minutes yeah, shorter i feel cool like yeah. unless you're wonder woman because then it could be like an hour and a half shorter yeah um, oh yeah sure yeah i I but gotta, overall, I gotta lay off Wonder Woman. Yeah. <laughs> I just, oh, it's so disappointing. And every time I think of it, just a bad taste in my mouth. Yeah. But I'm yeah. glad that we uh, decided what, because now I'll just, I'll just remember myself that Eurovision was the first movie of 2021 that we watched, <laughs> not Villain Dead. It sort of saved the yeah. day. I mean, it wasn't, you know, Drek, but it no, it but it, it, it just didn't hit the spot. Eurovision I think. And definitely Eurovision put really, me in a better mood. Really hits that spot. Yeah. And I found myself laughing almost the whole time. Yeah, and, and that's what, what that's what I wanted. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yes, and it, not like uproariously so, but no, no. you know, like ha ha ha, like you know, like, yeah, smiling really good, the whole time. A nice, solid 
average mm-hmm. of laughter. Yeah. And then... The, oh, the bit with the trolls. The one scene <laughs> the trolls were elves. <laughs> oh, elves, yeah. Yeah. The scene at the end with the elves just... It's so funny. It, oh, it kills me. Yeah. They've gone too far. Yeah. It was really, really good. Uh, yeah. So if you haven't checked it out, and this came out a while ago, and, you know, admittedly, we're way behind the curve on mm-hmm. this one. But we just have to, you know, join the chorus of people singing the praises of Eurovision yeah. because it's so, it's just a good, like, it's a return to form for Wolf Ferrell, Absolutely. I think. You know, he's Not... had some some pretty decent ones here and there, mm-hmm. but this is like, like a really seek it out, go watch Wolf Ferrell, be Will Ferrell. What did you rate this one? That is a good question and my phone fell asleep, so I will wake it up and tell you that I give it a seven. Oh, really? Yeah. Only a seven. Yeah. I think because it drug yes. a bit. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm giving it a nine. Wow. I mean, it it's hilarious. It's it everything, really is, yeah. Um, everything you want. Yeah, my my only thing keeping it from like that 10 was, it was just a little little slow at some points. But um, overall, I think if somebody is going to say like, what's a funny movie I should watch? This would be one that I would throw out there. Yeah. yeah. It's just very uh, entertaining. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. If you haven't seen it, you should. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Get with the times, people. <laughs> it's 2021. <laughs> and then uh, the last movie uh, for this episode we're going to talk about is a South Korean film called Extreme Job. And this uh, is the story of a group of police officers who are, they continually are messing up um, their. Uh, they're in the like narcotics division, yeah. I believe, and they keep sort of messing things up. They're yeah, trying to catch bad guys. Like the Keystone and... Cops, like in the beginning of the film. It's, yeah, yeah, it's pretty much. Yeah. Um. So then they discover uh, they want to take on like this big drug guy, um, and they end up uh, buying a restaurant that's right across the street from where these drug lords are currently yeah. like operating the hideout yes the hideout <laughs> um and they begin it's a fried chicken business and they take it over and it turns out that their fried chicken is delicious so while they're trying to keep a low profile they end up being a extremely successful fried chicken business mm-hmm. so they're still police officers trying to take down this guy but now they're also uh you know successful restaurant, they're successful restaurant tours yeah yeah and uh, that's pretty much the basic basic uh, plot outline of the mm-hmm. story, and it is sub- obvious. It is subtitled. Yes. If you have planned to watch this. Yes. Um, I loved this movie as well. It's so good. <laughs> it is so much fun. It's got all the elements of like just great action thrillers. Like mm-hmm. this is essentially like Hot Fuzz meets Chef. I think, even though I haven't seen Chef. But it's uh, yeah no this should, this is way better than Chef. Okay, but I'm just saying, like in terms of you know story. And, oh yeah, sure, like, sure. The way they tell it, but no, this the action is great. The comedy is super funny, and even in a different language, like it's still so funny. You know, even yeah, just it's probably even subtitles. funnier if you understand the language. Yeah, and know the like inflections and and whatever. But um, yeah, there's a ton of food porn. In this oh film. my god i wanted like, kfc so badly after watching just this. the fried chicken <laughs> shots oh looks mm-hmm. so good mm-hmm. um but then there's you know there's a little tiny bit of a mystery there's like mm-hmm. you know it, it kind of it it takes a somewhat paint by numbers plot of 
you know, the drug cops lords. trying to yeah, catch sure. a bad guy. But then there's also this, you know, subplot, this thing where, you know, which careers would they rather have? What, you know? and, uh, and, and sort of honor. Yeah. Like what's more honorable to be a screw up police officer mm-hmm. like they've been screwing up or, you know, a successful restaurant owner. Yeah. And there is a nice, um, like the five, no, six of them. Five. Five, five of them. Like, it's a really cute little family that mm-hmm. ends up happening and you um, you kind of get to know those characters and kind of look at them as like, oh, this happy little family. Yeah. No, it is. Um... Then at the same time, though, there's some really awesome action. Yeah. There's some really cool kung fu uh, stuff going wonderful on. Wonderful <laughs> martial arts. And like you were saying, like, there's not a lot of gun violence. Like, yes. <laughs> there's a lot of stabbing in this one, too. Yeah. <laughs> um, but some there's... biting as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, but just, uh, again, so well told visually. Mm-hmm. The the fighting is <laughs> so good. And, you know, the martial arts are, like, so incredibly paced. Mm-hmm. And you learn about the characters through their fighting styles and like there's this really cool montage at the end Mm -hmm. where they kind of go through and give you like the backstory of how these people are actually successful cops and have Mm -hmm. merits and you just kind of watch them you know kind of meander and kind of look into the things that they've they've done right throughout the movie but they're actually really skilled you yeah you know they, they like redeem it and i think that's a really really good choice Mm -hmm. by the director to not front load that information Mm -hmm. and tell you like oh these guys should be good Mm -hmm. but they're not because then you feel like a completely different way about the characters whereas if that comes through at the end you're like yeah they are great thank god because you're thinking maybe they should give up this cop stuff and try the restaurant thing because they're good at that yeah but you you learn to like really like them oh yeah absolutely you know you you root for them and Mm -hmm. then to find out that it's not necessarily as much of an underdog story as you thought yeah is like really good mm. yeah and it's it's interesting to point out this is one of the highest grossing and most viewed in theaters movie in south korea i'm sorry theater yes the- movie theaters it's a place the- where you used what? to be able to go what? with other people what? and you could sit and what? watch a movie like before you could watch it like on streaming wow yeah it's they're really great wow i think they might be making a comeback this summer oh like a retro thing <laughs> maybe oh um so it is it's not just us that loved it um all of south korea really enjoyed yeah, this as, film as, as well they should it is so so much fun like it's the pacing is excellent mm-hmm. and the the way they they take your standard cop movie tropes yes but they map them on other things mm-hmm. like restaurant business mm-hmm. and the kind of like quick cut action style you know montages that you would see for like police work and and things like that it's about frying chicken mm-hmm. and like the way they approach the restaurant yes. is the same but they're still police officers at heart yes and there's a lot of comedy in that yes and just the organizational kind of bureaucratic things that mm-hmm. go through running a restaurant there's a scene where it's kind of like you know the scene you would see at the beginning of a cop movie it's mm-hmm. like here's the head honcho he's yeah. blah 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 mm-hmm. this is his underling blah 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 and they like run down these things but it's not at all about the criminals it's, about it's instead about the <laughs> restaurant and just the way they do it it is so well made Mm -hmm. and just every part about this movie like works yes 
Yeah. Um, so that brings us, what would you rate this movie? I gave it a nine. Okay. I, I wasn't in the moment, like, pushed to a ten. Mm-hmm. You know, I, yeah, it's like a 9.5. Wow. But I would, I would err on the side of, of caution. Okay. Um, because if I'm thinking about whether or not it's a 10, I feel like it's not a 10. Okay. You know, I, I feel like you come out of it and you're like, that's a 10 movie. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, this, uh, I would recommend it to everybody unless mm-hmm. you're like dead set against subtitles for some reason. Yeah, you do have to do it to read. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm. I'm the opposite of you. When I finished watching that, I was like, this is a 10. Yeah. It, this well, that's is not a... the opposite of me. Well, I, not the opposite. <laughs> I, yes. I gave it that extra point. I definitely, yeah. I give this a 10 out of 10. Um, yeah. I love, I would, um, I would watch it again. And mm-hmm. usually subtitled movies aren't usually ones, I, you know, I enjoy yeah. them, but it's like, now that I know the plot line, I don't have to like read as much. Mm-hmm. Um, I would definitely, this is definitely something I would watch again. Yeah. And uh, apparently there's rumors of, uh, Kevin Hart saying that he wants to make a remake. That could of be this. interesting. I could see. I don't know. Kevin Hart, it, like in it. Yeah, like, I don't. I don't know if, if he would. Would he play the role of Captain? I, I feel I like guess? he shouldn't play the main role though, because that doesn't seem to me to be a. Because he should be more older, more grizzled, and also more, um, um, like passive. Yes. You know, like, his personality is very much out yeah. there. Yeah, Like, this Captain I, character is a little yeah. reserved I could see and him playing, uncertain. He could play the Ma character, the one who's kind of, like, the wild card, the, oh, the yeah. loose cannon. Yeah, that could be. Um, I could definitely see him playing that, not mm-hmm. necessarily the... Yeah, I don't know if it... It was yeah. just, like, a, a thing that I read online that, yeah. like, Kevin Hart said he would remake this film. Yeah. I don't know if it's actually yeah. happening, but... I would totally watch it, and if he... If he Okay, if he brings The Rock in to star in it, pff, I'm in. I'm yeah, there. there you go. I'm there. Well, yeah, because we do need some cool um, fight scenes. But no, this yeah. is one that I, I highly recommend. I'm glad it was a good start to the movies yeah. we watched in uh, 2021. Yeah. You bring up the subtitles, and actually this is a thought that I had um, unrelated to the movie itself. But mm-hmm. did you find it harder or easier to watch the film with subtitles when we were watching it on the projector? Um, like the bigger the screen. Yeah, I found it to be kind of easier because especially really? where like the eye level. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, a bigger screen, I have to move my head more. Yeah. To to look at it, I did think. Well, they also talked pretty fast in this movie. They do. So the the subtitles were very like you have to be fast at reading <laughs> yeah. to like be able to um to be able to read it. But it is a good point. It was bigger Mm -hmm. but i don't have a hard time seeing words so if it's on a smaller screen i can probably access the words faster yeah see i find it i have uh, a friend or two that watch like everything with subtitles oh Um, really yeah it's it's interesting to me i i find it distracting especially in most comedies Mm -hmm. because they just give away timing and Mm punchlines um if i'm watching and also able to understand the dialogue obviously sure um but yeah i i was having a little bit of a hard time because i would like read it and be looking at the bottom of the screen but miss something visually in the top of the screen because it's bigger you can't really watch them at the same time yeah Mm -hmm. and i don't have that um problem in theaters i feel like because I, I don't know. I've, well, it could be our angle. We're very close yeah, to the projector. Yeah, we are very close so. to the projector. And 
I don't know if I would have had that if we watched it on a smaller screen, like yeah. on a, an actual TV. That's Just a good an point. interesting food for thought. How do you guys deal with subtitles? Do you like them? Yeah. Do you like them? Do you do you avoid movies with subtitles? Yeah. Do you keep them on all the time because you got stuff going on in your house and can't hear it, or <laughs> you need to keep it down because you know your your husband or your wife went to sleep and yes. you don't want to wake them up with loud noises? Uh, let us know. Yeah, and if you're not into subtitles, I still say you give this film a try because it even has enough visual aspect to even you're able to figure out even what's going on if you um you know weren't reading everything. You're gonna miss the comedy if you're not reading it. But. Yeah, you'll miss a little bit of the comedy, but there's mm-hmm. still a lot of like you know facial expression and, yeah. and physical comedy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wonder. I don't think it would be terribly hard to follow you might not know exactly who 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 the good guy like who the good guy bad guys were and things like that yeah but um i definitely if you've never watched a subtitle film before or you've been turned off to them in the past uh you should still watch this yeah i i highly recommend uh extreme job yeah absolutely gets our our full-throated recommendations from both sides of the table absolutely uh, so I think that's going to do it um, for this week's episode. Um, Short one this week. It was. Hopefully you'll check out some of the ones if you're looking for um, a good laugh. Uh, Eurovision and Extreme Job are yes. ones that we highly uh, recommend. And remember, we are on iTunes and Spotify, so feel free to subscribe via those platforms. And if you are on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, whatever it's called now, uh, I'm old, <laughs> set my ways, dang it man yelling at clouds uh remember to rate us and uh drop us five stars if you would please and thank you uh so until uh next week uh this has been married at At the the movies. movies